0: Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best Costco items, top 5 TV shows, best beers, nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when we think we are right. I'm your host, Tom Lockhart, and with me as always is... Eric Shane. How we doing, Tommy? Doing, doing all right. I mean, didn't have power for two and a half days, so that wasn't cool. Well, you you
1: definitely had it harder than me. I was I was out for about a day or so.
0: So, yeah, I was I was scrambling to go and just charge everything everywhere. I brought all of my devices over to our friend's house just to charge everything. And the moment I got in my car after charging everything, my power came on. (laughs) Yep, Uh, go figure. You know who always brings the power, though?
2: Who always brings the power? I've got the power. Zach Rancourt.
0: <laughs> How you doing? Did you lose any power?
2: I did not. But to be fair, I don't know exactly because I was over in Spokane for the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. I went hunting for the first time with some friends. I have uh, I play Call of Duty with with my homies. We're the Yago boys. And we I know two of them in real life and the other two I haven't met yet. We decided to do uh, a group trip and it was fun. We went over there and we, we were going to camp, but it was snowing like crazy. Um, and we were just checking things out. I've never hunted before. We didn't end up shooting anything, but it still was a fun time to hang out with some bros and sure, toss back some beers. And we checked out Spokane a little bit because we ended up coming back. And it's a pleasant city for the most part. Yeah. I mean, it's always great on a successful hunting trip to to actually
1: harvest an animal or, you know, whatever you're going for. But it's still fun to just get out of here and just go be somewhere else and hang out with the, your bros and just, you know, that's great. I, I harvest the power of camaraderie. Sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs>
2: just
1: but you didn't. Just a... you, you you weren't like you didn't have a weapon or anything like that, right? You were just with them.
2: No, just my intellect. Okay, fair that enough. Was, that was my weapon. Uh, yeah, I hear you.
0: <laughs> it it was just a party in the woods, right?
2: <laughs> well, no, there were two guys who had guns, and then three of them had guns actually, but we didn't see anything. So it's all, all right, gun gun party. <laughs> yeah, old Dick Cheney uh, himself. <laughs> and guys.
0: Is there anything worse than someone at a party who goes on and on about their fantasy football team? Ugh, I can hear it now. Uh, I was fourth in points, and but but I had the most points against me. Ugh! Oh, I was second in points this week, but the number one person, I played them. Damn it. Uh, my team is the best team on paper, despite my 2-7 and seven record.
2: Uh,
0: annoying, right? Well, shut up. That's my team. Everything about that is about my team. And my team is the most important thing that's ever been talked about in the history of world. And you don't understand. This is the season I'm going to be a champion. Mm-hmm. It will be. Oh While you're talking about your fantasy football team, all I'm thinking is shut up. I want to talk about my fantasy football team. It's better than yours. And that is why today we will be talking about the top five fantasy football players of all time, according to us, of course, Uh, to enhance discussion. We didn't share our list with each other, and we are by no means experts in said category. We are just some assholes who think our teams are the best. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And before I get to my list, I will ask you guys: How many leagues are you in, and how many championships have you won? Now, by leagues, I mean leagues that you actually care about. I've won tons of championships in okay. ESPN leagues where people don't care halfway through the season. So, what right. what are your guys' numbers?
1: Uh, I will say, I'm in. I'm down to two leagues that I actually care about. And even then I'm like, so, so (laughs) like I'm, (laughs) I'm very burnt out on the caring about fantasy football because I've been doing this for a long, long time. Now I am in three leagues total. The most I was ever in that where I had teams that I cared about was five. I've been in more than that, but the most that I've ever had that I cared about at the same time was five and that's just too much. It just takes too much energy, too much care. It's just too much going on. And there's other tendencies we'll probably talk about more later. But yeah, so two, two. That's two. I'm
2: down pretty much to two. I am in one and uh, I have not won any championships. I used to oh. have multiples, but I don't like fantasy football because it takes away from the fact that I can't enjoy a game like yesterday's yeah. Seahawks game when Matt had uh, the Seahawks defense. I had Arizona. So for the pick six, I was happy, but I was also pissed because the Seahawks are my team. So it's I'm I'm almost at the end of my love of fantasy football. I have won multiple championships. I've won
1: your Yahoo League, I think, four times. I have won our Dynasty League once and I've won my family league like every other year I win it. And then, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, I've won multiple championships.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in two leagues also. The two leagues that I am in with you guys, yep. and the Yahoo League, the one that we've been in for, I believe this is year fifteen. Um, I've never so. won, but I've oh, I've come in second place three different times, and those are always fun. A couple times um, to me yeah we'll Just talk about I that later I'm sure will. Uh, and in the dynasty league i've won twice and i have my own championship belt because hey why not spend 150 dollars on a belt
1: you might as well i'm not gonna do
0: it <laughs> okay and so let's get into my list and i think we all know at least the three of us know where i am starting yep and and that is with my beautiful beautiful crush tom brady yeah who was, i have uh, loved for years and years and years and mm-hmm. years I own two Tom Brady jerseys because of fantasy <laughs> football. Um, I actually, I kind of got roped into loving Tom Brady because one of our friends, Mike, didn't like Tom Brady. And I just wanted to be a jackass. So every time Tom Brady made the Super Bowl, we would make a bet on the Super Bowl. Uh, I would always take Tom Brady. He would take anybody playing against Tom Brady. Man. Um and we started with the very first Eli Manning Super Bowl in which I lost that bet, of course, um, and had to wear an iHeart Eli Manning pin for two weeks at work. That was the worst thing of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I I, I then, for the second time with Tom Brady, had to buy a Jay Cutler jersey because he lost again. My least favorite player of all time. If we had our least favorite player list, he will be number one, two, and three. Um but to, to fantasy football Tom Brady, Tom Brady was coming off of his his historic year, and I got real cocky with all of you guys, and I said, I'm taking Tom Brady with pick three. Back when, I mean, even, even back then, taking a quarterback in the top five was like, ugh. And I picked Tom Brady, and Tom Brady in the first game blew out his knee.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But... Even though he let me down that year, I stuck with him every year after that. I think I drafted him like 5 years running <clears throat> until I finally gave up and was like, "Ah, I'll go away from him this one time." But Tom Brady is always my fallback guy and I love Tom Brady. He's Mr. Consistent. He's always decent. He's never like he doesn't have bad years. He's always at least okay. And that's yeah. what you look for a lot of the time is just somebody who's always Okay,
2: <laughs> I think it's <sighs> important to make sure we're separating too. That I mean, Tom Brady's the goat quarterback. I mean, he's right. the greatest of all time. Twenty-three seasons. No one's going to top him, right? Most passing mm-hmm. yards, most most passing touchdowns. Um, no one's going to break that, but. Um, There's a few things that come into play when picking top fantasy fantasy candidates longevity uh, how many points they scored per game uh, what type of league it is PPR half PPR traditional (laughs) Uh, there's there are myriad factors right and your your real life stats. Might be completely different than someone who is a fantasy player, because like in a PPR league, someone who gets a shit ton of receptions, but has like six touchdowns on the year might not sound super sexy on paper. But if they're averaging 15, 16 points a game, that's pretty solid. So for uh, for relation, Tom Brady, Tom, do you know his best fantasy season? Uh, I'm, I'm
0: pretty sure it's the one where he threw 52 touchdowns. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was
2: 50 touchdowns and it was in 2007. That was the Randy Moss year. That makes sense, right? 50 touchdowns, 16 games. You do the math, uh, three touchdowns a game, pretty much. So three, four touchdowns a game. It's, it's, it's pretty insane. So yes, however, I think that we're seeing things like with Patrick Mahomes or even Josh Allen who are putting up numbers or Lamar Jackson who are putting up numbers that it's like, holy shit, he's going to be a top three fantasy quarterback forever. Um, Tom Brady has been very, very, very good, but fantasy wise, he hasn't been as good as, as what I would think of number one. I'm not arguing with your selection by all means, because he's played for 23 (laughs) years and just, just last year he was a quarterback three. He was a QB three last year. Like that's, That's stupid (laughs) in his 22nd season. That's stupid.
1: Well, I think we're going to run across something quite a bit here is our favorite players, because if we just sat here and ranked the top five fantasy football players of all time, just like and and try to keep it empirical and just, you know, just basing in empiricism, then like it's going to be a real boring list. Okay, we're not just talking you know numerically we're talking about our favorite players guys who were clutch for us or consistent for us that we identified as our players that we just have a you know that that's what we're talking about with Tom and Tom Brady that is synonymous with fantasy football because I have played fantasy football as you have with this man for like 15 years now and Tom Brady is it's that's that's Tom's quarterback and if anybody else took Tom Brady before he got a chance to, it got a huge reaction at the table anytime that that happened. All right. And when he took him, everyone went like, of course he took Tom Brady. It's just,
0: you yeah. know. You and haven't so,
2: had Tom Brady in a while though, right? No, this I, year I, I took I, him. I, yeah. I haven't. I
0: probably haven't Sending had him for like, like four years. Yeah, that's what but, I thought. But, but that's just because in the last couple of years, I've waited very late to go with quarterback. Like I usually don't get my quarterback now until like the eighth round. Mm. <sighs> yeah, but yeah. Tom Brady is definitely probably if I go back and look at it, my my most drafted player. Like he's been, yeah, on yeah. so he's many sure. of my teams. <laughs> he's been incredibly
2: sure. consistent in in the sense of like a PPR league and stuff, and over twenty points a game, you know, average. So that's pretty awesome for a quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, what's your first one? Well, I had a
1: guy who was synonymous on my team where he became my holdover. For years and years and years and years and years. I could not help uh, Marshawn Lynch. I took Marshawn Lynch, I think, in the fifth round one year. Or maybe it was the seventh round or something like that. Right when he was like on his way out of the league, basically. Nobody knew what he was going to be. And I took him, and uh, he, I was like, I'm going to hold him over because I think in Seattle it's going to be awesome. Um, this was after the, the beast mode. And I I think I held him over for four or five years like during my championship run marshawn lynch was a huge part of my team um i this was when it was a ppr league but and and the i (laughs) what people were looking for in their fantasy team setting them up they were definitely going more zero rb and things like that i everybody was zigging i zagged i stuck with the running backs and marshawn lynch was the foundation of my team for years um it wasn't because he was ever the best running back in the league. I mean, if you look, you know, Adrian Peterson or, you know, whoever like pick any given year, there was always somebody who was better. Uh, But consistently Marshawn was a top five running back. Uh, And you could count on that dude every week, week in, week out, uh, set it and forget it. He's getting you 15, 20, 25 points. It's gonna happen. He's just Mr. Consistent. He was never going to miss time. He was just the guy. So Marshawn plus, As a Seahawks fan, you know, there was there was obviously some emotional connection there. So and as you mentioned at the top with, you know, when you have fantasy football kind of messes with your rooting interest a little bit, you know, you're rooting for your team. If you have your own team's players, then it's obviously double investment, you know, so Marshawn Lynch. That's my number
0: one. Yeah, uh, definitely. When it comes to rooting for, I like having players, unlike this week where I played against one of the guys in our league and he had three Seahawks. So it was like a, a moment of like, oh, I really want the Seahawks to do well, but I really want them to kick one field goal and win three to zero in this game, please. Thank you very much. But that never happens because the Seahawks are too good.
2: Ugh. Well, <laughs> and that's, again, that's why I am getting so tired of fantasy because it's just... I just can't have fun watching football where I'm stressed out because I'm like, oh, man, I need this to happen. And oh, no, why did he get that last reception, even though the game's over? Yeah, um, it's I don't know. It gets it, it, it's OK. It, it's I'm still going to keep doing it, obviously, because it's something to do. But I definitely it's, think. It's a it, yeah,
1: I definitely think that's what killed it for Mike. He's because uh, Mike was uh, for our audience out there. Our buddy Mike, he played with us for years and he was, he was just he was one of those guys who knew he knew practice squad players on all 32 teams. Like he was just super, he knew it all. And I think he just fantasy football. He he loved it, but I think it just burned him out. And he's just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it was just, he just doesn't. Roddy white. He always (laughs) took Roddy white. He did take Roddy white a lot. He did. (laughs) If, If Mike was doing this list, he might, if yeah, he might
2: choose Roddy white. He he did, and he liked Roddy White quite a bit because PPR was where it was at. Still is. I like PPR a lot. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, Marshawn Lynch is my number one. Who's your number one, Zach? Well, I'm going to go to probably one of the best running backs of all time, arguably, but, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. So here is a, a stat for you. This man, well, first of all, this man averaged 19 fantasy points, fantasy football points per game. And that's in a PPR league. Um, his best season will probably never be touched because it's just too crazy. But he, in 16 games in 2006, he had 1815 rushing yards, uh, 56 receptions 508 receiving yards and 31 total touchdowns like that's that's stupid it's it's weird um he was average he averaged about 30.1 fantasy football points per game 30.1 per game <laughs> you that's all right <laughs> that's that's like okay i'm playing i'm playing uh, against lt this week uh shit. okay well <laughs> the projections are gonna probably skew quite a bit um Unreal. I mean, the man. So from 2002, uh, RB2, 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 RB1, RB2, RB6, and then he dropped off a bit. 25, 16, 34. But like still from his 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 11 year career, the guy was in the top 10 for seven of those years as a as a running back. It's just it's insane. And he played 16 games pretty much every season until he started getting slightly injured. But I mean LT was a game changer. LT yeah. was was the person and he threw touchdowns. He's like Booby Miles. But he is what Christian McCaffrey is starting to to look like. Uh, or I should say Christian McCaffrey, yeah, Christian McCaffrey's starting to look like LT, but L, Christian McCaffrey has had way too many injuries and that's the that's the downside to it. Right. But I mean LT on that Chargers Super Bowl year, I mean he, he was, was just, just consistent, just man. He was so Mr. Consistent. So good and it's yeah. it's insane. I mean, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight years of a thousand plus rushing yards, um, and that's just the rushing yards. The receiving yards, his career receiving yards high are seven twenty five, and he had sixteen hundred and forty five rushing yards. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of receivers who don't even get seven hundred twenty five uh, receiving yards. He had a hundred yeah. catches as a running back. Like, uh, that's insane. That's 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 the the scariest thing. Is is this man is is a one man show? Yeah. Like. You, you have to triple team him basically if you're playing against LT it's it's crazy but yeah Ladanian Tomlinson number one for phenomenal choice he was definitely I was thinking about putting him on my
1: list except for I never actually had him on my team and I really wanted to stick with players that I had on my team that's just you know just one of the things that are mostly most of my list is that anyway people forget how dominant he was I mean I've heard today, I think it was Pete Carroll was talking about uh, Ken Walker. He was comparing Ken Walker to the LaDainian Tomlinson.
2: I like like it.
1: I'm like, Oh boy, don't tease me. But honestly, the way he moves and the way he is versatile as he is. Yeah. If he's consistent like LT, I mean, that's amazing. Um, uh, LT is what Reggie Bush was supposed to be. What Saquon Barkley was supposed to be. What Christian McCaffrey was supposed to be. And those guys were all, all spent time as dominant forces in the league, but LT was dominant for many, many years, week in, week out, and it wasn't just a set it and forget it kind of thing. It was, is he going to get thirty points this week? <laughs> is he going to get forty? Uh, you're right, Zach. I mean, he's just impossible, and, and, and in a PPR league, uh, that's he's just he's just a points monster, insane. You forget how dominant he was. So, LT is a great, great selection.
2: Yeah. It's uh, I didn't get a play with him, uh, but I think for the sake of my experiment, how I looked at this is I yeah. I was thinking it more uh, globally, empiric- empirical with, yeah. with the stats and stuff. And there were some players that I did have in leagues, um, but like I didn't play fantasy football in 2003. Um, I mean, I was playing in like, sure. well, I might have been, but I didn't have, I mean, I may have an LT one year, otherwise, yeah, I'm just putting more, I'm looking excuse me, at the stats and where they would rank. And yeah. just those those years would be just untouchable. I mean, he's, he's a, a perennial holdover. Even if you waste your first round pick, it's not yeah. a waste. It's people it's, don't even understand because when we were
1: kids, LT was Lawrence Taylor. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was that was LT. It was Lawrence Taylor. So for him to take LT's moniker, that's how special this kid is. Yeah. Okay. That'd be like somebody in baseball being called Junior Junior's Griffey. <laughs>
2: Yeah, right? exactly. That's Griffy.
1: <laughs> Somebody comes along and this is junior. He must be pretty freaking
2: good. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, that's wrong. Get out of here. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> All right, Tom, uh, I think we're I, back to you, bud.
0: Yes. Uh, so in our Dynasty League, uh, we have a rookie draft every year. It's four rounds. Yep. And in our very first Dynasty League draft, with my fourth pick in our rookie draft, I drafted a guy who was the third string guy on the team and he then earned me two championships later (laughs) because I kept him for his four-year deal and then I franchise tagged him twice because I was not letting him go and that man's name is Alvin Kamara. Yeah. yeah good Alvin Kamara is the reason I have a championship belt. Uh, my first championship, he scored three touchdowns in the championship game. And then on my second time, the I believe it was the last year that I had him because his contract was getting too big. He just went out and scored six touchdowns. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I remember where, that game. That
2: was crazy. Where
0: yeah. he was done. And, and the other guy just like texted me like, okay, uh, I guess you win. And the, it was just the first set of games were over and he was just like, wasn't that on Thanksgiving? Yeah, actually. Yeah. It was early. It was like a Thursday game and he was just like, well, I'm already projected to lose by like 70. Like cool. (laughs) He's
2: like, I I guess I'll just Uh, go get drunk and eat Turkey.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. So Alvin Kamara is, is my number one running back ever just because he has brought me to the promised land. The thing that in the Yahoo League, yeah. I, I always tell everyone, once I win a championship in the Yahoo League, I'm no longer your commissioner. I am done with fantasy football. Screw you guys. I'm going
1: <laughs> League's um, over. The league is over. You and, let, and, let like Andrew take it over or something, I'm done. Yeah, and,
0: and every year make I dylan do it win. he's all yeah make
1: <laughs> dylan do it dylan you're the commissioner now
0: here you go you'd have a lot of
1: fun the, with all those ideas you love to share with everybody you um, run it yeah.
0: whitney had a suggestion that the last place team should take over as commissioner every year because it's a, oh, such a shitty job that, it's like the perfect punishment to just listen to you assholes yeah <laughs> that, so the
2: loot wait the loser takes over as commissioner yeah yeah oh yes, that'd be the fun loser-
0: the loser has to be the that's a commissioner good sacko punishment the you're complaints. the commissioner you set yeah. up the league here you go so, so i might suggest that you'd have and, to create a uh, uh,
1: you'd have to create a universal login though uh, for the email uh, i can just
0: that. you can just switch around uh, commissioner privileges so oh, i would just okay, put it yeah. on someone else and yeah so yeah, fair enough that's why. How that's, that's that. how i took over for mike <laughs> okay um uh, but yeah alvin do. kamara yeah we'll see how that goes
1: that's a great choice he's another one of those guys who i mean he has been injured more of late because he's not—he's not a kid anymore. But mm-hmm. there was a few years there where he was consistently just a stud. And when he pops off those six touchdowns in a single—I mean, that's just—you're never going to see that. Like that's just. Although you saw it this week, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you saw it this week. Uh, Jonathan golly. Taylor did it like last year too. He had uh, five
2: touchdowns. I know. Dumb. <laughs> but you, it's impossible to count on that though. It's just Camara is just one of those players who he's so dynamic and it's hard to cover him. This year has been up and down. He's getting his feet back because Andy Mm -hmm. Dalton is actually probably a better fit for New Orleans than Jameis is. But it's working really well. And once they're mixing him in, they're like, okay, yeah, this is probably what we should have been doing a while ago. He's just, he's such yeah. a scary player. And I, every time that the saints play the Seahawks, it's just like, God damn it. We got to cover him.
1: And once again, it's Ugh. important to, uh, to mention, we talk PPR because we run PPR. Yes. And in a league like that, Alvin Kamara is a God.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. many catches,
0: at least 10 catches. Like you're getting 10 points just from him catching the ball. And it's just yeah. like, that's a nice little floor to be at is just 10 points. <laughs> like he's a defense (laughs) there you go Uh, all right eric
1: well you know how all good things have to come to an end Uh, we talked about how players get a little long in the tooth or sometimes you got to make a choice of whether or not you're going to hold over forever in our yahoo league if you hold a player over you sacrifice the draft pick uh that you originally took him in so with marshawn i took i think in the like i said fifth round so that next year i had to sacrifice my fifth round pick to hold on to him. Tremendous value for a player playing in like first round top three value, right? Well, mm-hmm. the next year I kept him per Tom's rule. You have to sacrifice your first round pick, which is fine because I was picking like 12th because I won. Yeah. So that's fine. It's still tremendous value. How about that? So that's why I kept kept him, kept him, kept him. And I kept him, I think, for three or four years. But ultimately, I had to make a choice. And it was a tough one because Marshawn was still at the top of his game but I had taken another player in the sixth round. The value was just too insane. And that was Antonio Brown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I took Antonio Brown, I think sixth round. I took Jordy Nelson like fifth round that year. And I had, so I had Marshawn Jordy and Antonio Brown at the very top of there. And I definitely, definitely won that. year. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, Antonio Brown, uh, yeah, he's he's sort of lost his mind lately. But again, people forget just how insane this guy was. Consistently great. And for a receiver, that's actually tough because you could get huge games from receivers. You know, six, seven, eight catches for 120 yards and two touchdowns. You can get that. Antonio Brown, it was every week. I mean, and they were covering, double covering, triple covering Antonio Brown. He commanded that kind of respect. You had to cover him like that. And he was still getting six, seven catches a game.
2: Yeah. stupid. it was, Cons- stupid. <laughs> it, was in,
1: it was nuts. And when the game's on the line and you know, they're throwing to him, Ben would chuck it to him and he'd catch it up in traffic. And this guy's like five ten. there's no reason to ever expect. He was like, yeah, five ten. He ran like a four, six 40 or something like that. Out of what was it? Where'd he go to college? Western Michigan or something like that. East, whatever point is, there was no reason to expect that he was going to be as good as he was. And he it was a late round pick and he just, he blew up. He was just crazy good. He was the best in the game for a few years there. And for, from a fantasy perspective, he was for a receiver to be that consistent is a really special thing. So that's when I, 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 I had to make the tough choice. You have to be a special kind of player to get me to let go of Marshawn Lynch. And that was the year that I, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. 2015, 2016, I think it was 2016. I think something around there was the year. I'm like, I'm not holding over Marshawn, you guys. What? Yep, I'm holding over Antonio Brown. Yeah. So, and then I held on to him for like three or four years.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, and then it was about three or four years of yep. Antonio Brown is going to Eric. Yep. <laughs> in the first
1: round. <laughs> yep, because picking 12th or 11th or 10th or wherever I finished, deep in the you know deep, deep, deep playoff runs. It was still really good value because he was the the best player in football.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he went of off them. the deep end, and then <laughs> then he was not. Then he was not. Yeah, so. uh, was just getting naked on the sideline and flipping
2: people off. <sighs> anyway, Antonio Brown <laughs> is my number two. Nice, good choice. Can't argue with it. No, you Zach's cannot. Number two would be. Oh, my number two, yeah. That's so that's oh, gonna yeah. be fun. So I'm going to a wide receiver also, and this is a very Mike pick, uh, I believe. No, I don't I don't think Mike ever picked him. He was one of my favorite uh receivers growing up, though, just watching him play, because he had Peyton Manning thrown to him, and that's Marvin Harrison. Marvin mm-hmm. Harrison had uh ninja hands, right? And Or did he have phantom hands? Is that why we called it phantom hands? No, phantom.
0: The reason we call it phantom hands is because there's a Mars Volta song. Ah, that's right. uh, Where the lyrics are about phantom hands. And we always thought it was a ridiculous thing.
2: (laughs) Well, the, yeah, he, he had ninja hands. I mean, the guy could catch everything. He played for nine seasons. He was uh, the number one wide receiver four times. So like, 40% of the time, he was the number one receiver. He was in the top 10, uh, seven of those, eight of those times. The other two, he, it was his like final is 2007. He was injured. And then his final year, 2008, he just wasn't producing as much. Um, And it's insane Uh, for a nine year span. The guy was untouchable. He is, he is, he had two seasons of 15 touchdowns. Um, He always had double digit touchdowns other than 2007, 2008. Um, he was a thousand yard receiver from 2000 to 2006 so he's getting all those points and PPR especially 2002 he had 143 receptions that's 143 points he had 1700 receiving yards like it's it's dumb like he had so many points that year so he was averaging 12 yards per catch I mean that's 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 two 2.2 points every time they throw to him. Um, so he was a cheat code, Marvin Harrison. I'll just put it that way. He is, a, he was a fantastic fantasy player. Hard to argue with that.
1: It's impossible to argue with that because I loved his quarterback so much. Yeah. He has funny
2: commercials too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Ooh, Tom, know, jump, jump to you. That,
0: but, but we'll jump to me and we're going to go to Tom's heartbreak theater here um, oh, no. this, this is a guy who i don't know if i think i i've had him but the story i'm going to tell is a little story of a championship game and there's only one player still going i'm at work and i can see the tv i'm a valet and i can see the tv across the floor and i'm watching it to make sure that this player's not going to kill me and i see in the fourth quarter a touchdown is thrown by Drew Brees. And I walk across the floor to the bar, and I ask a guy there. Normally I don't talk to people, but this was a very dire moment. <laughs> and I say, and I say, Do you know who just scored that touchdown? And he said, Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Drew Brees threw a touchdown to Darren Sproles. Darren Sprolls, that's right. And, oh. and the guy, I just kind of slumped a little, and the guy went, fantasy football, and I went. Yeah. And he went, did you lose? And I was like, yeah. And then I walked back outside because Mm -hmm. Drew Brees threw a touchdown to Darren Sproles because at that point, Drew Brees was trying to break the single season record in passing yards. Right. And he did it on that play. Mm -hmm. The annoying thing is they were up by 30 points Mm -hmm. and he played the next week too. He could (laughs) have broke it the next week. (laughs) But yeah. no, he had to throw a little swing pass to little Darren Sproles. I know, a little piss cutter Darren Sproles. And ruin my whole life. It was Monday no. night football. Nothing else is going on. I lost by, I believe it was one point seven points.
1: Yeah. Who's the who's the dick who had Darren Sproles? Did you have Darren Sproles or Drew Brees?
0: I, I, <laughs> darren
1: sproles I, I darren okay sproles. I well no totally the way that tom, like the 15th round
2: no the way that the way that tom was saying it i was like uh so are you saying you don't like drew Brees or darren sproles because it sounds like both
0: <laughs> neither
2: <laughs> yeah
0: uh so but darren sproles it, the reason he's on my list is he's one of those guys he's who's sneaky. unassuming he gets you like seven catches a game for eh, 40 yards and then gets another 30 yards rushing and it's like that's a great output from a running back who doesn't usually go until some of the later mid rounds where it's like, why is he going this late? He's just one of those guys who's just cool. going to win you a championship. Cause he's so just dependable, just gets you your points. He also does kick and putt returns. Like he can break one off and get you an extra touchdown that way.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The man, the around. man was, uh, he was sneaky. He was a clever little guy. And, just when you thought you'd be like, oh, man, I think I'm okay. It's He's always that one that if he's on the roster, you're like, okay, I'm, I have like a 20-point lead, but the other guy has Darren Sproles. You're like, mm, I'm a yeah. little nervous. Well, that's a little why little I like nervous.
1: to, yeah, again, with a PPR league like we play in, I mean, a guy like that, you can you can bank he's going to get a few points.
0: Yeah. yeah. The question
1: is, is, is he going to get five points or is he going to get like 25? That's the thing. You just don't know.
0: Yeah. And he's his most dangerous when the team is down. Cause he's just out there getting those little dump offs. He's, he's going to get the like, garbage points
1: every time.
0: Yep. Oh, a little catch for, for five yards. Oh, that's 1.5 points. And just keep doing that left and right. And all of a sudden you just lost the game. <laughs>
1: right. Alvin Kamara that way too. You
2: for seven <laughs> years, for seven years, Darren Sproles had more than 50 receptions each season. And he, his highest uh, receiving yards was 710. And, he also had nine touchdowns, which was his highest total that same year in 2011. But just the fact that he's a running back and he's having these monster numbers for receptions mm-hmm. um, is the scary thing because his yards after catch are so high. He he he's you're right, Tom. He's he's the Barry Sanders esque, you know, small guy, and he he's so quick, and you you have to try to stop him, but he's pesky. That's all I'll say about Darren Frols. <laughs> is anytime I played him, I'm like, God, he's pesky. So he'll uh, never go yeah, away. Yeah.
1: Yak monster garbage time. Just nom um, num, 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 <laughs> num, 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 <laughs> num, Eat them all. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, my number three, I'm glad you brought that up because my number three, uh, even I, as much as I love Peyton Manning, my number three is Drew Brees. Ooh. Uh, I had to go with, I, I wanted to go with a quarterback. I had to go with Drew Brees because this is a guy who for what, 12, 13 years, he was consistently, what, 30, 25, 30 fantasy points a game, he was set it and forget it. And with me, I can rotate out kickers and defenses and tight ends and do that. And then, you know, figure out my bench, you know, i got a bunch of receivers, running backs, you know, figure out the best, but my quarterback, I really just want to set it and forget it. I kind of don't want to worry about it. And when we started out, it wasn't like, it wasn't like today where every other quarterback is like awesome. You know, back in you know, 15, 10, 15 years ago, it, it was a totally different situation. Like uh, Hasselbeck, for example, Matt Hasselbeck, the year we first went to the Super Bowl 2005, he was a Pro Bowl quarterback and he threw for like 3,400 yards and 25 touchdowns. I think it was. Yeah. And th- those were Pro Bowl numbers then, whereas now that's like a it's like, oh, what a bum. <laughs> you yeah, that's, know?
0: That, that's a one week fill in type of guy. What a guy. loser. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that, that's
1: that, it's total the game is very different and the expectations of what your quarterback is supposed to do. So, and but still that's actually that's still I that's still a good season. I don't care what anybody says. That's a good season. <laughs> 3500 yards, 25,000, that's a really good year, especially when you're only throwing single digits uh interceptions. Um point is Drew Brees from that time, I think it was the year after, it was 2006 where he went to uh, New Orleans and just mm-hmm. he completely tore it up he threw like 4,400 yards and 30 some odd touchdowns that year just crazy, started putting up crazy numbers And even though Brady had his year in 07 with Randy Moss and it was just every so often a guy would come along and have just a kick-ass unbelievable season but there was Drew Brees every single year throwing 4,000 some odd yards 30 some odd 40 some odd touchdowns every single year he's a gunslinger he, he was he was mr set it and forget it forget it <laughs> just put him in a quarterback and you never have to worry about it for the rest of your you're done get yeah. a guy get a get a, you know that's it you don't have to worry about quarterback you're set you got drew Brees. he was a phenomenal for fantasy football purposes and you know for real football purposes but for the purpose we're talking fantasy football for fantasy football drew Brees was amazing In our, my the family league Mandy would always get Drew Brees. She would make sure she'd get she w- he was like her favorite player. And the year they won uh the Super Bowl, we actually got her a new dog that year and we named him Breeze based off of Drew <laughs> Brees cuz we are like, well, you know, it depends on who. we didn't know what to call him. So we're like depending on who wins the Super Bowl. He's either going to be Peyton or he's going to be Breeze. Saints won, so his name was Breeze and you know, he was with us until this you know this last summer, so uh, Yeah. Yeah, uh Drew Brees
2: uh he was phenomenal he really was he was a such a consistent quarterback i mean he had the the yards record brady broke it obviously but it's the longevity thing i mean
0: yeah (laughs) right
2: breeze played for a long time also but not as long as as tom brady did and it's just one of those things that of course tom brady's gonna break it over time even even um you know uh bernie Mac. He had his three thousandth hit in Mister Three Thousand. Yeah, <laughs> so but he when he came out of retirement.
1: But. I'd have to go back and look. I bet Brady has more five hundred yard games, but fewer three hundred yard games.
2: If that mm-hmm. makes any sense. No, I know what you mean. Surprised? Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Breeze was consistent in that sense. It's like he was probably averaging like three hundred something yards per game. We we'll just probably look it up real quick. But yeah, it's. When, when when you he was a very very solid quarterback pick, easily top five quarterbacks when when sure. you're drafting, and it, it's like you wouldn't bat an eye if you took him first round. You're like, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Make, it makes and, sense. And
1: from a fantasy football, you, typically you don't take quarterbacks that early, but he's one of the few guys that you could justify taking, you know, second and early second round, just because you know he's going to get you twenty five thirty points a game,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's uh it's pretty crazy stuff. So yeah, Drew Brees, my number three. Cool. I dig it. What's your number three, sir? My number three. Wait, hold on, I want to see Drew Brees' stat. So Drew Brees average for his career was two hundred and eighty yards per game, on average. That's pretty pretty awesome. That's a lot. There are quarterbacks who struggle getting two hundred per game. Cool. Okay. So yeah, for my number three, I am going to a quarterback as well. I can't stand this fucking guy at all, but he is one of those ones just like Drew Brees. He's he's way, he's not as cool as Drew Brees, but you have to set aside your emotions and your, 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 love of whatever team you have and your favorite players when you play fantasy because you have to just draft based off of stats. And Aaron Rodgers has those stats. Aaron Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks, uh, except for this year, but one of those quarterbacks who's consistently a top five quarterback. I mean, when when he rode the bench for three years, he was whatever, right? But in 2008, when he comes in and he plays his first full season, he's the QB two. Yeah. Follows it up next year. QB1, QB two, QB one, QB three, three, two, eleven, one. Like he's it's stupid. He's a what two-time MVP. Um, I mean, the guy is crazy. He's is great. He exactly. And 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 stat-wise, I mean, he had forty-eight touchdowns in 2020. That's a yeah. crazy year. Yeah. That's stupid. He had a 70% completion percentage. So, you know, four times. Three of those passes are going to be complete. He was incredibly accurate, incredibly deadly. He was the reason why I mean they went to the NFC championship game like what back to back. Um they went to the Super Bowl, he won a Super Bowl. He is a very, very good quarterback, uh, both fantasy and in real life. And he would consistently put up 25 points a game and you'd be like, shit. Okay. Yeah.
1: Isn't it amazing how Green Bay refuses to get him a receiver?
2: Ugh, I know. It's <laughs> Good Arisons, lord! Ever
1: Jordy and Devante, those were like, yeah, unbelievable.
2: Yeah, they uh, they look terrible, and I think it's hilarious. But it's, it's a he, little bit funny, dude. It, it it is. It's very funny. But he's um he's a piece of shit. I can't stand the guy. But there's no de- <laughs> there's no denying what he has done. Other than when he gets hurt and stuff, you know. But um like he, he's 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 very very good.
0: Yeah, extremely good. I
1: yeah, I'm not. I don't know what it is about Aaron Rodgers that rubs me the wrong way. It just I don't know. I don't know what it is, he, but yeah, I don't much care for the guy either. But I don't know him, so what the hell? Uh, hell with me. I don't matter. You know, <laughs> you great, matter. great. <laughs> I do not listen. Great is great. You cannot deny what he's done. He's in, he's incredible. I mean, things are what they are this year, and maybe this is it. Maybe this is it for him. Honestly, for him and Brady. It, they got to go. It, they should have gone last year. They, I don't think Rogers wants to – he wants to go out on his own terms. He doesn't want to go out the same year Brady does because, right. you, know, you know, there's an ego at play there. But I, they just don't – he just doesn't seem happy this year. You know, he just seems miserable playing yeah. right now. So. Yeah, he, so,
0: to be fair, he seemed miserable for a couple of years now. He st- I know. He I don't well know why still still he's still those playing. Years. He I just, know.
1: He just seems like he's like, Ugh. They Got were talking about how he might retire to go host Jeopardy because he might, you know, because he's just miserable playing football. So, like, why the hell is he still doing it? Because he's been doing it his whole life. He doesn't know anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he does, but he doesn't, like, it's different. It's different. We don't operate on their level. We're not professional athletes. We don't know. So, yeah, but okay. yes. I'll get your points if you need it. From, your fa- from a fantasy football perspective, which is the po- focus of this podcast episode, yeah, he's been a stud for a very, very long time. Uh, and I've had him a couple of seasons and he's done phenomenally well for me. I, I, he was one of those guys, again, like breeze. If you took him in the second round, like you could, you could justify it. So, okay, well, that's pretty good. What was that? Your number three? Was that your number three?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Tom. What, Moving on to four? my number five yeah. or four. Yeah, four, not five. Uh, well, if you're going to draft Tom Brady consistently like I do, mm-hmm. you're Here also going to have to draft another guy by the mm-hmm. name of Rob Gronkowski.
1: Gronkowski. Nice.
0: Which Gronk just was the greatest thing ever for like a four year period. And then his back started hurting. But for those four years, he was basically double the points of any other tight end. He was just Mm -hmm. better than everyone else. And he's just a monster of a man who could catch anything and just overpower anyone. Um, And he's, (sighs) he's, When he gets together with Marshawn Lynch and does things, it's hilarious. And I want them to have a travel show together Yeah, so they could just go around and do hilarious things together. That and was my I would idea. watch every <laughs> single episode. I know, I'm stealing it.
1: Yeah, I know, that was my idea. And I want you to tell everybody, just feed it to the masses because it's the greatest <laughs> idea anyone's ever had in the history of Western
0: civilization. Whoa. Now, here's the thing. Rob Gronkowski, he seems to be the dumbest person in the world. Yeah. Like, like I don't know what it is, but he's a real dummy. And I hope he doesn't hear this because he can beat the shit out of me. Um, but I could watch him all day long in his dumbness. Uh, but on the field, there was no one as good. It's weird that there seems to be like one tight end <laughs> at a time can be good like Gronk. And then we got Travis Kelsey right now is just better than everyone else in football at the tight end position. Why can sure. there never like be like two guys like George Kittle was good for like two years. And then he's, he kind of just fell off the map Right, and it's just like, I don't know why there aren't more good tight ends. It's just well, a hard position. World. It's, it, That's it, kinda, it, flu- yeah. it
2: fluctuates. It's, you know, people scheme different and you can't just rely on, on the tight end. The thing about, Gronk why he was so successful. I mean, he's fantastic, but you know, try to cover any other of Tom Brady's receivers. Cause if you cover Gronk, they're going to be open or vice versa. Right. And, but he could catch everything. I mean, the he man was, a, was, was incredible. He
1: was a force multiplier. And I, it leads into Absolutely. my number four. My number four is Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Beca- and, and it's the exact same thing. So for a period of about four or five years there, those two tight ends were so much better than everybody else. Seriously. That you could justify taking them in the first round. Um, and you bring up a great point because you had Tony Gonzalez for many, many years. Tony Gonzalez was just a monster tight end. You had Antonio Gates, right? Who was really good. And occasionally he'd spring off for, you know, 200 yards or whatever, (laughs) you know, just something crazy. Antonio Gates. And you had Jason Witten, who was a solid, solid tight end for a lot of years. Jason Witten was
2: great. Oh
1: yeah, man. There was a, there was a lot of really good Heath Schultz was really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was tons and tons and tons. Greg Olson, uh, Zach Ertz recently. Um, Lots and lots and lots and lots of uh, Jordan Reed, Heath, uh, I said Heath Miller already, didn't I? Delaney Walker, Vernon Davis. But Jimmy Graham and Rob Gronkowski were just so much better than everybody else at that position, at the tight end position, that they were putting up not just receiver numbers, but like all pro receiver numbers. And you're right, Zach, you bring up a good point. They What they were able to do opened up the whole field everybody else so whatever jabroni like so Dion Branch was his go to guy there for a long time until Randy Moss came along and then after that you know that sort of fell apart Gronk became the guy but Gronk also freed it up for all the other who's it what's it that sort of poured in there and it just kept working because Mm -hmm. Gronk helped make make it work so it didn't matter that they didn't have a singular running back that was good they could rotate or whatever it didn't matter that they had they didn't have all pro whatever uh, receivers out there because you had that Brady Gronk. And then in, in new Orleans with, uh, with breeze when he had Jimmy Graham, my goodness gracious, I think, you know, part of what ended up screwing him up was because he actually listed himself as a receiver <laughs> in his Twitter profile. Do you remember that? I think uh, <laughs> part of his negotiations is like, well, no, you're a receiver. Well, I'm actually tied in. But anyway, um, yeah, he, <laughs> I have, who knows what Jimmy Graham could have been if we actually knew how to use him. If we, I mean, we brought him, we traded a a fortune to go get Jimmy Graham, brought him to Seattle and basically tried to turn him into Zach Miller. And that just wasn't what he, he wasn't a blocker. He tried and he tried to learn and he did the best he could. He did everything that was asked of him, but that's not. Well, that's, I don't know what we didn't find. A, we didn't use him the way we should have used him until his last and fourth, his fourth and last year here, you know, uh, where he caught 10 touchdowns. I think that was his last good year in the NFL, was his last year in Seattle. It took four years to figure out how to use him. So that's, that's a little bit bitter. <laughs> but Jimmy, Jimmy Graham was just a one of the greatest pure receiving tight ends who ever lived. And I'm talking, Kellen Winslow, Tony Gonzalez, Jimmy Graham is up there with those guys, and who knows what could have happened had you know we used him properly. Who knows?
2: Yeah, agreed. Um, just stupid, stupid good, and I mean both tight ends are fantastic, and I'm I'll go to mine too because I I'll stick with tight end, but I'm, I have Tony Gonzalez on there oh, okay. too. I mean, the guy played for what, uh, thir- 20 years basically, yeah. and, um, easily first ballot hall of famer, uh, sure. the most touchdowns of all time for a tight end, uh, the, uh, most receiving yards, but uh, those stats too, like I said before, like with the Tom Brady thing, he just has a longevity. And so if Gronk were to continue playing, he, he maybe he would beat that, but the receiving yards, I mean, the guy is almost a thousand receiving y- yards every season and, and, and He definitely was like a wide receiver, just like the Jimmy Grahams and the Gronks. And it's it's crazy how how nutty that is. And when you're throwing it to him and he's averaging 11 or 12 yards a catch, that's a first down, baby. That's that's an easy first down. Um, So good luck trying to stop him ever. He was uh, he was pretty remarkable. Hard,
1: hard. hard. I'm glad we did like a full round just of tight ends. We didn't. (laughs) <laughs> it's amazing
2: we don't plan these things it just kind of works out like that sometimes well yeah so. and and they're they're so and this like tom was saying earlier this year is just there is quite a drop off you, you think it yeah. could be one of those uh really deep categories really, really deep positions but it's really only like three tight ends and then it drops off it's your right. travis kelsey your mark andrews and this year pff, i don't even know maybe darren waller but yeah. i haven't i don't know his stats this year and then it just completely drops and it's it's basically like you stream a tight end. You you have to yeah p- pick you one for the they, week. Um, I hate drafting yeah, tight ends. You hope tight. they catch a touchdown. No, and honestly, it's if you don't get a Travis Kelsey in the first round or a Mark Andrews in the second round, you might you, as well not even. You might as well just wait until later, or just you know try to pick one off uh, off of the, the waiver and wire. And frankly,
1: the difference between those guys is not usually that. It's just no. that they're consistently good. But I mean, I, I get it.
2: Yeah. But it's Tony nothing. Gonzalez was was far and away the best tight end for, for I think like twelve straight seasons. Right. Um so yeah, he had three hundred three thousand five hundred and ten um, fantasy f- football points in 17 seasons. That's what he actually played. And J or no, sorry, those were yeah, those are his fantasy football points in PPR. The second closest for Jason Witten, who also played 17 seasons, was 2,970. So he had 600 more points than Jason Witten for fantasy football. Um, he was top 10 in fantasy football as a tight end in 12 consecutive seasons, and including that, there were four times that he was the number one tight end. So he was a tight end one, two, three, four, whatever. Uh, 12 consecutive times and it's just again he's if you lock him down you take him in first round like if if, if he's available take him in first round because he is a right. wide receiver he is a person who is so consistent
1: yeah don't get too hung up on with those guys the three we mentioned you don't have to necessarily get hung up on the position nope. they're just they're phenomenal producers week
2: in and week out yep if Gronk is there you take him if Tony Gonzalez is there you take him if Jimmy Graham is there you better freaking take him so
1: Cool. All right. I think we're heading up into the last there, last little round there, Tom. For Thomas. Last
0: one. For Thomas. So I told you earlier about Tom Brady and his catastrophe of a knee injury. And most Is people. Is Matt Castle select- your number five? No. Uh, most <laughs> yeah. people who would select Tom Brady in the first round and then he blows out his knee, you would think, oh, I'm done for the year. Right. But it just so happened that at the 14th round of that draft, I decided to pick a backup quarterback who was a guy that nobody thought was going to be like amazing. And that man's name was Kurt Warner.
1: Mm. Kurt Warner
0: ended up that season being the number two quarterback in fantasy. And he took me to a championship. So I've always had a love in my heart for Kurt Warner because he pulled me out of oblivion because I did panic when Tom Brady his knee buckles right. and I think, Oh no, this is a fantasy season that's over already. Like, yep. and he won me that second week. Cause I think I lost cause Tom Brady got me like two points in week one. Oh no, this is the worst thing in the world. And then week two, I win week three, I win. And just like, I go on like just winning like Tom Brady didn't even matter. So I've always held uh, the uh, grocery bagger, uh, Kurt Warner in my heart, and he will stay there forever. Did you watch that movie? I haven't yet. No, neither have I. I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever want to
2: watch it. <laughs> I already know how it ends. Gall. Yeah, he wins the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, easy. Yeah. Greatest show on turf.
2: Nah, he's good announcer too. Kurt Warner. Yeah, he could sling man. He was. Uh, yeah, he was. He, he was that blue collar quarterback, but. I, I didn't have any experience with him, so I can't really say, um, but I mean, he had Fitzgerald who I absolutely love, like one of my favorite players of all time. And that guy was a point producer and obviously he had a, a, good, a good, quarterback throwing to him. Yeah. And that was Kurt Warner. Don't forget Anquan Bolden. Of I do like Anquan, Anquan Bolden, Bolden quite a bit. I missed, I, I liked came. him quite a bit. <laughs> so,
1: Okay. All right. Well, my number five, you know, uh, Anquan Bolden didn't uh, finish out in uh, Arizona. You know, he, uh, he went to a team with uh, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed and McAllister and Sarah Gusa and those boys Ravens defense, the Ravens defense. I'm choosing a defense. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, this is a non-exhaustive list, obviously of fantasy football players. I mean, there's three of us picking top five, 15 players. That's impossible. There's all kinds of dudes. We're not who are, we're probably not even going to mention on this podcast. We hope to. We'll do an honorable mention or a quick flyby, guys, that we appreciate when we talk about the positions. But I I thought defense had to be represented, uh, represented at least once. And I'm like, I thought maybe Pittsburgh, no, Ravens. I took the Ravens defense a lot. I have known how many years were the Ravens defense considered the best defense in football. They were the ones that you would want to go get because they're going to get all the sacks. They're going to get turnovers. They're going to scoop and score. From a fantasy perspective, they were one of those defenses that you could justify taking in like the 8th round. <laughs> you don't take defenses that high. You shouldn't. But their defense was worth so many points that and, and consistently too that y- you could justify taking them. Um but yeah, so Ravens defense, there was something special about them. I really enjoyed them. They had a swagger about them and they were just a There was a period of time there for God, I don't know how many years, seven, eight years, where if you had a player playing the Ravens defense, you might just sit them. You might just sit them and hope they don't get injured. I I know
0: there there was like a time, there was one of one of the seasons where they were like averaging like eighteen points a game, like as a defense. That's that's a that's insane. Like they're just like. Yeah, it, it's so hard to find a defense every week because I am one of those people who, when I I don't draft my defense until the second to last or last pick. Yeah, uh, that's I've never drafted a defense before the last two rounds. Uh I don't. I just don't do it because right. the the thirteenth, fourteenth round, like those are rounds where you could be getting really good players. Sure. So take that lottery slot. You're not gonna just. Who cares if you pick whatever defense, the right. Rams defense over the 49ers? Like, right. what's really going to be the difference?
1: Most of the time, you're absolutely correct. However, <laughs> however, there was a period of time there where the Ravens and the Steelers, their defenses were so freaking good that you take them in the mid rounds because they're just phenomenal. So much like the tight end conversation from the last round, we don't have defenses like that right now where I think the Seahawks defense were the last ones that I can think of that you're just like, holy smokes. Yeah, you got to take them Uh, after them. Maybe the Niners,
2: maybe the Niners, but especially for a league now that well, so so those teams, I don't know if we'll ever get a defense that's like that because this league favors the offense and the quarterbacks. And so, you know, there are so many rules or think think of how many times that there's been like an awesome interception, but then it's like, overturned because, or because yeah. of a roughing the passer or Called a back
1: because he farted near the quarterback. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah.
2: Especially with like Aaron Rodgers who gets every call in the book, same thing with Tom Brady. And so when the league was less aggressive on that, you'd have your Ed Reed's coming up and laying quarterbacks out. Yeah. And then that causing a, a strip sack or something. Maybe um, that's why I don't like Aaron Rodgers Cause he gets all the calls he, and the benefits I, of all. Yes. And he's still so whiny. I, I exactly, I can't stand that fucking guy, but it's, there's no denying talent, and and you, I never even thought about putting a defense on here. Like Tom was saying, that's yeah, <laughs> I, I I didn't even think about that. So that's a really good call yeah. because that that defensive team, even like the Chicago Bears, like back when they had Erlacher and stuff, sure. they were pretty unstoppable. So the Ravens were one of those ones that yeah, they're gonna score you a lot of points. Yeah, and I'm
1: saying consistently for a number of years they were just they were the top defense. They were the ones totally. that somebody's taking them in the seventh or eighth round. It's gonna I happen. I agree, absolutely. I agree. That's a good pick. Thanks. Nice. So cool. what's your number five?
2: All right. Well, I'm going to my one of my favorite receivers of all time. I love this guy. He's hilarious. I was always him when I play, played Madden. I was the Vikings or whoever, whatever team he was on. And that's Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss is just a stud. He, he was fantastic. Um, He is second in receiving yards of all time. Cooper Cup beat him for the single season um, uh, receiving yards last year, which was insane. And he was on pace to beat it this year. But Matt Stafford is just not good. Uh, I believe he is first in receiving touchdowns of all time. He led the NFL in touchdowns of all players, not just receivers, uh, for five seasons. So that's just insane. And then, of course, in 2007, he had that unreal season that I don't think anybody will ever be able to top well maybe Tyreek Hill Uh, Tyreek is on pace for like 2200 yards but um, he had 1493 receiving yards let's call it almost 1500 he had 23 touchdowns and that was when he was on New England Um, stupid 23 touchdowns that's that's That's, almost two a game (laughs) That's almost two touchdowns a game like he was easily the number one wide receiver that year and and it's it's not even there's no question and that's going from Minnesota to New England, right? You're, usually that doesn't work out well for somebody, but he went to one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Tom Brady. It's it's so insane. Randy Moss is my number 1. The guy was not number 1, but he is uh he's he's my yeah. pick and he's just fantastic. Great selection. Man, there's so many guys we
1: haven't even mentioned. I'm going to once we get to the point I'm going to fly by, but yeah, Randy Moss, uh, if it would have felt incomplete to not mention him at least at mm-hmm. some point. Like we barely talked about him when we were like, oh, Tom Brady was awesome. But like Randy Moss was awesome for a lot of except for those years. And with the Raiders, he just kind of disappeared, right? Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right. Well, fire off your picks then, Aaron. Or okay. <laughs> I was looking at Aaron Judge stats. Sorry. Oh man. No. Calvin Megatron, <laughs> Calvin Johnson.
1: How about that? Yeah, how about great. how, That's about, what I was Hul- how about Julio Jones? Chad Ochocinco. TJ Hushmuzu, Hushmanzada, Anquan Bolden, Sean Alexander, Terrell Owens, TO. Mm-hmm. Edge James, Edgerton James was a stud for a lot of years. Brian Westbrook, same thing. Priest Holmes, Stephen Jackson. I mean, golly. Ricky Williams had a lot of years there. Mike Vick, mm. Michael Vick. There was a time where he was just the best player on planet freaking earth. Fred Taylor, Frank Gore. Reggie Wayne, Jordy Nelson, like I said a little bit ago. I mean, there's Uh, so many great players.
0: Every running back that has ever gotten me through a bye week.
1: (laughs) There you go. Shout out to every single one of of them. them. (laughs) All of them. So, Uh, yeah. yeah. This is a non-exhaustive list. There's no way we could have. I mean, we tried to touch on as many people as we could, but we had to pick five each. So, good list, you guys. Yeah, yeah uh, I dig
0: it. Let me let me do a little rundown here. All right, uh, Thomas has Tom Brady, Alvin Kamara, Darren Sproles, Rob Gronkowski, and Kurt Warner. Eric has uh, Marshawn Lynch, Antonio Brown, Drew Brees, Jimmy Graham, and the Ravens defense. Zach has LaDamian Tomlinson, Marvin Harrison, Aaron Rodgers, Tony Gonzalez, and of course Randy Moss. All great players.
1: Yep, and a bunch more we didn't even mention. Lamar Jackson. I mean God I just we gotta get out of here before we just sit here. Well we could
0: Yeah, we gotta, just go. we gotta get out of here. Yelling out names. Get us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you for tuning in to the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Top 5, at ZachDale60, at TomTop5, and at SnackBurglar, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode.
1: If you enjoyed today's episode, we know you must have. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember,
2: it's okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. Thank you, Fantasy Football Draft, for letting me know that even in my fantasies, I am bad at sports. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well done. All right, bye,
1: guys. See ya. Bye.